black. All important movies start with a black screen. And logos, really long and dramatic logos. I had to kick it off some way, and we need to talk about the logos. And uh, even though Lego Batman said, pronounced it logos, I'm going to tell you some things today about <laughs> the logos. What can I say? This is how we do it around here. If it's in a movie, it's fair game. If it's in the Bible, it's fair game. And we're going we're gonna to match these things together. And so uh, today we're taking it from the top. And uh, I'm glad to be back in front of you. Have you ever heard Pastor Jennifer say so many words at one time? I don't, she, she must miss you so much. <laughs> All right, logos, logos, right? Really long and dramatic logos. All right. Logos is from Lego, believe it or not. And if we can get that on the screen, look, look, it's from the word Lego. I knew you would like that in the front row. And uh, it's an old word in Homer. Anyone ever read Homer in school? Odyssey, the Iliad, anyone ever be forced to read that stuff? Long, epic poems. Oh, my gosh. It's an old word in Homer, Lego. Uh, this, this logos is common for reason as well as speech. So think reason, reasonable, reasoning, rationality, and speech, speaking, proclaiming, declaring. Heraclitus was a Greek philosopher around 500 B.C., and he used Logos, <laughs> for the principle that controls the universe. So the Logos is the principle that controls the universe. By the way, my name is Jeff, for <laughs> those of you who don't know me, and I am the pastor here along with my wife, Jennifer. We pastor here in Hesperia. It's delightful to welcome you here uh, for our grand reopening and for all of you watching online as well. We're back. Full worship, the Lord gets blessed and ministered to. I'm loving this whole thing. And so, logos, logos is, is what he said. Uh, he, he pronounced it logos. Uh, a lot of times we've heard it logos, right? And uh, really, it's lagos. Can you say lagos? Lagos. And my wife bought me a video game when we were dating called The Ring from The Ring Cycle, Wagner's Opera Ring. It's 17 hours of opera, if you can handle that. And, uh, and there's this, this line that says, Laga. Ah, oh, Laga. And so it makes me think about that when I'm thinking about the pronunciation of this Lagos, right? So keep that in mind, Lagos. Can you say it? Lagos. All right, very good. Open your Bibles to John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. John 1 Verses 1 through 3, the book of John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Amen. And I've listed all my scriptures here, which is why I don't have my paper Bible with me. Uh, but it's, I would like to know if anyone has that. Does anyone have that? Okay, follow me now, because here I'm going away. All right. And so if I go out of the frame, you've got to find me. Um, who would like to volunteer to read this for us? Any, any volunteers? Uh, we got a volunteer over here. Let's just come close. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. 
all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Amen. Did you get that? Oh, yeah, we're clapping. We're excited that Carla can read. All right. And uh, serving her very well in her career. Um, and, and the book that she's written and published. So, yeah, it's going really well. Praise God. It's a great book, by the way. It's called The God Seed. Uh, talking about taking it from the top, man, you're taking it back to what God in the beginning. All right, The God Seed is so good. Pick it up on Amazon. A uh, little plug right there. Didn't even plan to do it. You're welcome. It's so, I read the whole thing. That's how you know. Uh, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. That's all pretty comprehensive. We, why, don't, why don't we do this before we get too much further? Can we hold up our Bibles and make our declaration as we do at the rock? Ready? This is my Bible. It is God speaking to me. I am who it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. So I open my heart today to hear God speak a word that will change my life forever. Amen. We are technically doing something called the Apostles' Doctrine. Does anyone remember that from Acts chapter 2? Where all the believers that gathered devoted themselves to the apostles' doctrine or the apostles' teaching. And John is one of the apostles, isn't that correct? Devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. If you devote yourself to, let's say, eating, what do you do do regularly? Eat. Eat. How many meals are you likely to miss? Yes, zero, right? And so in the same way, because church is for believers, I feel confident saying this, we should gather and never miss... The gathering. We should never miss these opportunities to get together as family that God has called us to be and devote ourselves to the apostles' teaching. Somebody say amen to this. Amen. Amen. And so this is the expectation, frankly, that we would all gather together every week, week by week, here on a Sunday. It's this one time that we set aside for the Lord to get together and do this while the rest of our lives... He gives us kind of free reign over, and of course we can pray anytime and all that, but we devote ourselves, and and devotion is something that is sorely lacking in America. Do you know that's true? Uh, Hopelessly devoted. We are not hopelessly devoted. We're not anything devoted, right? (laughs) We're barely devoted. What is devoted even, right? So this is what we're becoming. We're becoming a devoted people to the Lord, and particularly to the apostles' teaching, to the, there, there's three other things. Do you know what they are in, in Acts 2? The fellowship. Thank you, John. Breaking of bread. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. And prayer. Thank you, Cheryl. She pantomimed it for us. Yes, thank you. And prayer. Prayer is maybe the most important thing that we can be doing. And that's why we're going to gather at these prayer events, Right? That's why, we're, uh, that's why we're all going to gather at these city prayer events once a month, right? right? Amen. I expect you to be here so we can pray. Amen. We're in the Apostles' Doctrine overall, overarchingly, and we'll probably be there for years. Who knows? Uh, I'm calling this series The Beloved. I'm calling it The Beloved. And this message, if you're taking notes, and I hope you are, is number one, take it from the top. Take it from the Hey, we're relaunching, right? The grand reopening today. We're starting verse by verse teaching in the book of John today. And so we're taking it from the top. 
right? Anyone, any musicians in here? All right, from, one more time from the top, right? Get to me from the top. That means go back to the very beginning, and let's do this from the top. Take it from the top. In the beginning was the Word. In the beginning was the Logos. Greeks, Strong's, uh, this is a Greek word, in the Strong's Exhaustive Concordance, if any of you have those, and you look up all these complicated words and where they come from, it's word number 3056, and it means the expressing, the, the full concept declared, the idea actuated, right? The, the reasoned and obvious determining. Am I painting a picture? The, the, the perfect orchestrating and authoritative causation. You like that? I really struggled through this. They're making these notes. I wanted, to, yeah, I wanted to express this thing to you because we have to understand that it's far more than what we may, the tiny box that we may put it in sometimes. So I think in the beginning, logos, the, the expressing happened. In the beginning, logos, the full concept was declared. In the beginning, logos, the idea actuated, like actualized, right? Became happening, right? In the beginning, logos, the clear, reasoned, and obvious determining existed. In the beginning, logos, the perfect orchestrating and authoritative causation was. Logos was. Kids, I want to ask you a question. Who wants to answer a question? Oh, Olive does. You, you can never put it past Olive. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Chicken. An egg. Which one? I say it's out of these two options, and she gives me both options. I, that can't be right. Egg. All right, you think the egg? Egg. All right, anyone have a different answer? Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so surprising. Uh, I wonder what she could possibly say. Okay, why do you think the chicken came first? Why do you think the egg came first? Because the egg hatches and then the chicken comes out. Oh, that's a pretty good answer. Why do you think the chicken came first? Because God didn't just put eggs all over the planet and wait for them to hatch. Man, God ain't no Easter bunny. He just like drifts some eggs around the earth, you know what I'm saying? And we know, we know this from Genesis chapter 5. It didn't say God created a bunch of eggs. But it did say that God created all these birds and everything. And chicken is a bird, right? Those are both very, very good answers. And, of course, we're going to play these games, and so it's really fun to, to play. God created the, the thing. And, and the seed to multiply that thing is always in itself. Who knows that? If you want baby chickens, you're going to have a mama and a papa chicken, right? You're not going to have, like, a mama gecko and, like, a daddy woolly mammoth. And be like, you know what? I think we're going to get chicken out of this. <laughs> Thus, that thing's seed is in itself. And it's going to reproduce after its own kind, kind of like what it says in the Bible. All right? It's almost like God knew what he was doing. Amen. And of course he did. That was day five. In the beginning, Logos was the word. Say, Logos was the word. Logos was the word. Amen. And look, we're not talking like dictionary definitions or lexicon, you know, the, the words that you would use and such. We're not talking about any single word, but the full expression of what needs expressing. 
logos. In the beginning was the full expression of that which needed expressing. All right, kids, I got another one for you. What is your favorite? Well, I'm coming to your table back here because I see, looking down, Shrek. Look, I'm going to come around this way. What, kids, tell me your favorite word. What is your favorite word? Anyone, anyone, anyone? Oh, thank you. Favorite word? God. God is your favorite word? That's a good one. What else? You got some favorite words, Max? God. Oh, I feel like I'm being set up. I'm being set up over here. Do you have a favorite word? Uh, love. Oh, my gosh. Mia. Mia, God. <laughs> Chloe. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. All right. Jaden. Banana. Banana. I like it. Christian. In God's name. In God's name. That's three words. That's very good. All right. You want another, more than one favorite word? Okay. Did you ever hear anyone say, who's your best friend? Well, I got so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. You're like, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. We're already two, two more. It's the best and there's everything. Chicken enchiladas are the best. And then there's everything else. So it's second tier. All right. Let me go over here though. Let me get some other, other thoughts. Kids, your favorite word. Favorite word. I got to get my steps in. This is not really for any of you. It's just for me. Got to close those rings. No, just kidding. Meatball. Meatball. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And as good as all those words are, not any one of them expresses everything that you could ever want. Isn't that true? Anything that's, that's ever needed. Logos is different. While we say logos is the word, Right? You were the word at the beginning, the word, logos. Not any one of our words could ever do it. Isn't that true? Couldn't, couldn't encompass it. And, and I know what you're thinking. I know, I know some of you 70s children are thinking, Greece is the word, is the word that you heard, right? It is not the logos, right? We're talking about a different kind of word in here, okay. And so, in the beginning, logos was the word, Logos was. Logos was. I, you can tell that I'm setting you up, right? All right, children, here we are. See how I'm engaging the kids. All right. Kids, are you alive right now? No. All right, people. Not all the liars over here. Look, give me the truth tellers. Are you alive right now? Yes. Okay, good. So you're alive right now. That's a good thing. Praise the Lord that you're alive. Um, say, I am alive. Everybody, say, I am alive. I am alive. And online, I hope you're playing these games with me. I hope you're not like, you know, cooking up some eggs or whatever and just like, ah, you know, but dial into this thing. Say, I am alive. I am alive. I can't help myself, but remember that song? I am alive. I come alive on God's great dance floor, right? Do you remember that one? That was a good one. Uh, I am alive. How old are you? Hold on. Let me, let me walk around. Let me get some ages here. Do not lie. Look, you represent me. 10, 12, 87. This is my nephew. He's from Texas. I don't know what they're teaching him out there. And he's older than that. A little bit over seven and a half. Oh, very specific. A little bit over seven and a half. 11. Ooh, 11. All right. 
Yes. I'm seven. Yes, perfect. You want to give it a go? Eleven. Yes. Nine. Ten. Six. <laughs> eight. Seven. 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 Eight. Ooh, nice. Hey, you know what? Pastor Jennifer earlier said, I believe, and I was from the drums, was like, the children are future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. She sang it higher than that, Whitney. But um, anyway, I love that song. Do you remember your actual birthday? Children, look in my face. Do you remember your birthday, the day you were born? Do you remember that day? Yeah. You remember what happened? Man, nobody remembers that day, right? Okay, do you remember your first birthday? No. no, you can't remember your first birthday? Okay, but you were alive then, weren't you? Okay, when you were born, you were alive, right? Yeah, okay, I think we can all agree at least on that. When you're born, you're alive, okay. And so, we're not getting political today. When you're born, you're alive. Here we go, and now, you, even though you can't remember it, you, it, I was. I was way back then. I existed. I was. So say, I was alive. Everybody, come on, play my game. I was alive. Are you still alive? Yes. Yes. Say, I am alive. So you was and you am, correct? Amen. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God past tense. Interesting writing. We say, I am this or I am that, right? I am bald. I wasn't always. There was a time, believe it or not, I had lots of hair. I remember going to Fantastic Sam's like an idiot and saying, you know what, thin that out up there. You know what I'm saying? Like just put the, you know, since Lom would put the scissors down. And I look back and sometimes we do it to ourselves, folks. You know, I mean, and uh, anyway, my, my grandfather was bald. And he had this great mug on, in the hallway. It said, God is great. God is fair. To some he gave brains, to others hair. <laughs> and I didn't really understand or appreciate that until mid-20s. <laughs> and then it started getting real rich with, with wisdom and meaning. Look, so when we say I am this or I am that, I, I'm, we say that in this moment, I am this way. Currently, this, I, I am this way. Jonathan, for his birthday, got a $100 bill. Oh, yeah. And he was on cloud nine. He was like, I'm rich. I'm rich. I got $100. And so it's like, but he is planning. I, mean, I showed you that Lego picture, right? He's got his heart set on a Lego thing. Who knows that that $100 is going to go zippity zip with a Lego set, Right. And he will no longer have $100, right? So in that moment, yes, he felt rich, but then you spend it, and it's like, well, maybe not so rich, right? Okay, all right. Who, who can recall a personal memory? Like, like, think back, think back. A memory before the year 2010. Can anyone remember something before? I want hands to... St- to go up and stay up for the duration of this game, who, can, who has a, a, a vivid memory of a memory before the year 2010? I was alive then. You weren't alive then, so keep your hand down. All right. So who has a memory of, oh my God. 
Who has a memory before the year 2000? Who has a memory before the year 1990? Before 1980? Oh, yeah. <laughs> before 1960? No, before 1950? Before nine, are we already done? <laughs> Miss Maudie, you gotta get the hand up high before 19, for, listen, I'm in my notes, and I have, before 1940. Before 1940? I didn't think so, and that's where I cut it off on the notes. <laughs> because I knew Maudie was here, praise the Lord. Look, eventually everyone gets from I am to I am not, right? You go back far enough, I, I am not. I was not, I am, I am not, I didn't exist, right? I, I was not into being, but not God. Someone say, not God. Not the Logos. Not the Word. God keeps on I aming. I didn't even get that until I just said it out of my mouth. Remember, I, remember instant messages? God keeps on I aming. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for the Logos. He's instant messaging us today. He, he keeps on IMing and he always has I amed. You get it? Yes. Exodus chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What's his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, say to this people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. John 8, 58. John 8, 58. Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. It's interesting that, look, it's, it's not like he has a, a tense problem, right? He doesn't have a verb tense problem. Before Abraham was, I was. No. Before Abraham was, I am. It's almost like time and existence and all that. It's like, ah, oh, that's, <laughs> that's mere mortal stuff, right? I, I'm, I supersede all that. I am. In the beginning... Was the word, play along with me. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Was and still is. Amen. Look, you're doing the math, right? Even if, even if the earth is the youngest it could possibly be, 6,000 years or so, right? Again, we're not getting political or conspiracy or anything. Just let's just call it as young as it possibly could be, 6,000 years. The Logos was alive then, and the Logos is still alive, and that is a triumph. No one else is that old. I mean, maybe Mark. (laughs) Okay, the Logos was in the beginning with God. Can you go to verse 2? He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, no thing was made that was made. Wait a second. I thought we were talking about the Logos. How did we get to he all of a sudden? Wait, wait, wait. Am I confused? 
In the beginning was the Word. Okay, the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. That is a radical shift. What do you mean, He? We were talking about the Word. Could it be that the Word is a He? Could it be? Oh, just, just very maybe. He was in the beginning with God. Who was in the beginning with God? The Word. Proverbs 8, 22 to 32. Actually, 8, 22 to 36, but I'm going to give you two different translations. We're going to start in the New King James up to 32, and then we're going to transfer over to the English Standard Version into 36, just because it's not as archaic. It says, The Lord possessed me at the beginning of His way, at the beginning of His way. How old's God? <laughs> the Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way before his works of old. Of old means like forever ago, right? You, you, may, you may see this in your, in your Bible. What, is it, what does verse 23 say? I have been established from everlasting. Let me do this, though. As you read along, and if we can put this on the screen, that would be helpful. Uh, in verse 23, it says, I have been established from everlasting. This one's in the New King James. Uh, if we can pull that up, it'll be helpful. Uh, Proverbs 8, 22 to 32 in the New King James. Let's start there. I have been established from everlasting. Every time it says I, I'm going to transpose it with the word. Can we do that? Okay. So the Lord possessed the word of the beginning of his way before his works of old. The word has been established from everlasting, from the beginning before there ever was an earth. When there were no depths, the word was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills, the word was brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth or the fields or the primal dust of the world, when he prepared the heavens, the word was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthens the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limit. Look at all this creation, right? Here we are back in the very beginning. So that the waters would not transgress his command or go too far. We went to the beach recently, right? And the water basically stays about in the same place, right? The water doesn't like, it's not like water bending up to the houses on the cliffs, right? <laughs> you know, it stays basically with the tide where it's supposed to be. So that the waters would not transgress his command when he marked out the foundations of the earth. It sounds like all things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made, doesn't it? Then, in verse 30, he says, Then the word was beside him, or the word was with him. Do you see it? Cheryl, you got it. As a master craftsman. And the word was daily his delight. Rejoicing always before him. Rejoicing in his inhabited word. And the word's delight was with the sons of men. You and me. Now, therefore, listen to the word, my children, for blessed are those who keep the word's ways. Are you hearing it? Yes. Hear instruction and be wise 
and do not neglect it. I believe that we're in the English standard now. Hear instruction and be wise and do not neglect it. Blessed is the one who listens to the word, watching daily at the word's gates, waiting beside the word's doors. For whoever finds the word finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. But he who fails to find the word injures himself. All who hate the word love death. Let's just go back through this briefly. Blessed is the one who listens to the word. Me, the word. Remember, he, the word he, the word me. Blessed is the one who listens to the word. Watching how often? Daily. daily. Watching daily at the word's gates. Waiting beside the word's doors. Gates and doors. Kind of sounds like a building. Kind of sounds like a place to gather. For a purpose of hearing what? That will change my life forever. Amen? Amen. That's why we say that. Because we don't just come here to mess around or hear, you know, me do a little song and dance soft shoe for you. No, we're about the word. Amen? Amen? Blessed is the one who listens to the word. What do you think I want for you? Do I want you to be blessed or cursed? What do you think? I want you to be so blessed. We're family. In fact, I want everyone to be blessed, right? I want people who have been mean to me in the past to be blessed. If they become blessed, if they start listening to the word, they will stop being mean to anybody. And then the Lord will bless them. Amen. That would be, wouldn't that be great? Everyone, just listen to the word, get salvation, and here we go. Blessed is the one who listens to the word, watching daily at the word's gates. The word daily. The word daily. There's a lot of daily and the word talk in this passage, but that's how people get blessed. The word daily. Isn't it true? The Bible is not telling us, look, you can go six, seven days, two, three months, a couple years, and then get a little more of the word in you and you'll be blessed. Oh, you'll be so blessed. No, the word daily and you'll be blessed daily in the word. For whoever finds the word finds life. And obtains favor from the Lord. Thank you very much. That's what I want for you. I'm trying to paint these pictures that here at The Rock, the things that we do is to usher in life and favor. Amen. And God has it for us. But he who fails to find the word injures himself. Remember, I did it to myself, right? I don't know. And all who hate the word Love death. Hmm. This is our entire purpose here at The Rock. Our whole reason for being is to see this come to pass in every single person here. What? Blessing. Life. Not cursing. Favor. Not cursing. That's right. God does that, right? Look, I lay before you blessing and cursing. Choose blessing. I lay before you life and death. Choose life. God even says which one to pick. As if we're too thick to get it. So everything I preach to you, 
is not to demand that you do something that's so unreasonable. No, I'm bringing the word to you so that you can do it and be blessed, not hate it and love death. By finding the word, you would find life. By finding the word, you would obtain favor from the Lord. By finding the word daily, you build your own life solid. And not only that, but you also build solid lives into everyone God has placed you with. Everyone at, at home, in your household, your family, at school, at work, in your neighborhood, in your city, that everyone would be blessed by you. Is it possible? Absolutely, because God is working through you. Today, in this holy moment together, as we restart this ministry, (laughs) for all intents and purposes, God himself has powerfully reintroduced the word to his church. And he is calling each of us to contemplate our own personal relationship with the word. And so... Wherever you are right now, I want you to, to do this. Would, would you, we're going to set an atmosphere. We're going to set a tone in this room. We have some music playing. I want you to think right now, what is my relationship with the word? Come on, Cheryl. What is my relationship to the word? Do I have a daily relationship with the word? I see my children every day and I love them. I see my wife every day and I love her. Every day, do we have a relationship with the word like that? To our favorite thing. We're talking about how God himself delights in the word. Whoever this word is, he, God delights in him. God delights in the word. The word delights in us. We're meant to delight in him. But do we? If someone were to ask you on any random day, hey, what did you read in the Bible today? What, 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 what are you getting out of the Bible? What are you getting out of the Word today? Would you always have an answer? Every day? Any day? Think about it. God is not prompting this to condemn anybody. You know God doesn't condemn people, right? The devil condemns, brings condemnation. God doesn't do it. And we can either choose God's ways or we can choose the devil's ways. And and we then can choose condemnation for ourselves. But don't do it. Don't do it. But honestly, take stock. The word daily... Do I do that? Do I engage that much? Why don't don't we take a moment and ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate this to our hearts? He's going to speak the truth right into you. Ask him what he wants you to do about it when you get that answer. Let me pray right now. And let me encourage you to do this. I'm instructing you. Pray out of your mouth. Open Open your mouth. You can pray quietly, but just speak it out. Speak to the Lord. God, help me. Show me. Show me who I actually am, not who I think I am on my best day. 
not who I pretend to be from time to time, maybe. God, show me who I actually am and show me what you want me to do about it. Adults, children, parents, grandparents, everybody pray right now. Just close your eyes, kids. Close your eyes and pray and ask God, what do I love your word? Am am I engaging with your word daily or am I fooling myself? Am I patting myself on the back unduly? Holy Spirit, what are you calling me to do? God, you made everything. You made me. (laughs) You made each one here. Thank you, Lord, for your creativity. And Lord, when you made things, you said, oh, it's good. It is good. Allie, when he made you, he said, oh, that's good. John, he said, that's good. Mark, that's good. Everybody in here, he said, oh, I did a good job. An understatement of eternity, God was right. He's right in saying so. Right now, we ask you to remake us in your image. Remake me in your image, Lord. As we pray, as we close our eyes and eliminate distractions, Lord, remake me in your image. Mold me and shape me to be like you who delights in the word every day. Help me delight myself in the word every day, just as you do. I've come to you today, as Jesus said. I've heard your sayings, and I will do them. I invite you to work in me as you guaranteed you would. And I commit myself to find your word every day and do it every day. I will find time for your word every day. Come on, say it out of your mouth. I will find time for your word every day. I will make time for your word every day. In Jesus' name, amen.